a big what? Seven-day <laughs> yeah. joke right there. That's a seven-day joke. Seven-day payoff. Uh, welcome back, folks. We're back with another ProCon episode of the Big Red Roundtable. Scott and I are joined, as always, by the cousins from the Husker Cuzcast. Minus one yet again. Tyler, unfortunately, couldn't make it tonight either, even though it's technically the same night we recorded the last one. But you didn't need to yeah, know they, that. Yeah, they did. I'm not mm, wearing but the same somehow, shirt two weeks in a row. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is <laughs> Neither am I ever. No, I don't do that. You have to explain the red joke now. <laughs> yeah. I don't, it was only yeah. recent for us because it was like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Five minutes and six there, beers. There's ago. no way just uh, for that. We're going to miss you, Tyler. We missed you last time. We miss you this time, but we definitely don't miss your takes, except for the fact that they do tend to bring about some argument. Uh, but doesn't matter. Maybe we'll have some on this one. We don't know. We're going to talk about the fullback. Uh, the fact that Marcus Setterfield mentioned that we're bringing him back, the fullback back, as well as Matt Rule mentioned that as well. Uh, so we're going to take a minute each to break down our pros and cons for uh, bringing about the fullback and then spend the last half of the show debating any and all things that we shared. We hope you enjoy the time that we do this anyway. Kicking things off, as usual, Mr. Justin, you have leadoff. Go for it. All right, so my pro, now that I see the screen now, is and the run-the-ball guy at Nebraska is going to love this. It's all about nostalgia, right? So bringing back the fullback is going to take run-the-ball back guy all the way back down, you know, back at you know, Tom Rathman days, uh, Corey Schlesinger days, and Makovica, Judd Davies. I mean, I guess you can go recent times with Andy Janovich there, but it's all about nostalgia uh, and running the ball. That's that's what they some people will absolutely love about the fullback. That's it. Just just nostalgia. There's no okay. Well, all right. We'll move on to Derek. <laughs> what, is, what do you think, Derek? On the uh, all right, on the fullback there. Judging by the fact that. Our offensive line has been really bad. It leads. It gives you an extra blocker for for your quarterback if if he's throw, running the ball. It also gives you a lead blocker for your running backs. So having that extra body, maybe it could help you run the ball a little bit better, or even throw the ball better. Uh, and until they fix that offensive line, you're gonna have to have some help somewhere. And who better than a 240, 250 pound? guy who's still fast. I mean, you're not going to run with him a lot. We never did. I mean, even when we did run run a fullback, we only ran him four or five times a game half the time. So I, right. bringing him back isn't going to change a lot other than the blocking part. All righty. Yeah. I can appreciate that take. Scott, go ahead. Yeah, so I kind of just made like a vague statement of like, <laughs> it'll be fun to watch. And for a lot of uh, – one of the reasons is exactly like Derek said. I think it'll be fun to be able to see some sort of playing against our current weakness because I don't expect Rule and company to fix our offensive line in one season. Um, and this kind of gives us an easy crutch for that. You're going to get, yeah, an extra lead blocker. Um, and I think that'll be fun to watch in the sense that I won't be ripping my hair out of my scalp because I'm just watching our, our offensive line implode every single play. Uh, can, um, can I just but interrupt then, you for a second? I'm sorry. Then, we do have 
do have old Ray sure. in for a second season. So don't you expect some improvement there? Like it's not a hold them. Like there was only uh, one guy brought off brought on from the previous staff and it was Rayola. So you kind of have to think that maybe if there's room for, I mean, a place where it's going to improve, that's the one spot, right? I will I will keep that in my back pocket and we can we can expand on that um when we get into the open debate um section. But in a quick in quick form, I suspect that will improve but I don't know for sure. Um, but on, on top of that, to finish my thought, I think what's going to be fun about it is, I mean, the first, if, if there's anything that I hope for from this season is that we're down in the red zone and we're not even like up to the line. Of, we're not even up to the goal line yet. We're at like the 11 or the 12 or something. And we line up and it gets handed off to the fullback, breaks right through the line maybe knocks a linebacker over and boom, touchdown. Like I think that Memorial stadium is going to go absolutely bonkers. Um, so that'll be something that would be super fun for me is watching the fullback return to Nebraska in in it's scarlet and cream glory. So um, that'll, I think that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Did, Scott, did Tyler write that headline for you? It'll be fun to watch. That sounds like <laughs> something Tyler would write. Well, he did no, that, he did that on I the last show. There'll be fun football to watch. It'll yeah. be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> it is. It's, it should be fun. I mean, it should be fun to watch. Um, or it could be dreadfully painful. Who knows? But I'm just, I'm, I'm more in the camp of it. It'll just be fun to watch. I don't, I don't hold the idea of nostalgia because I, I mean, I know that we, we had a fullback even in, didn't we have with, have it with Mike Riley? It wasn't until Scott. Andy Janovich. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like it's, it's not like it's a distant memory of mine. It's just like, it, it wasn't like a pinnacle of my experience to watch the fullback. Out. Okay. So, um, I'm just more intrigued by, like I said, the blocking and uh, there's just the, there's an extra guy in there that you can, you can probably mess with the defensive psyche a little bit by giving it to him. I don't know. Alrighty. Appreciate that, Scott. Thank you. Uh, it was well thought out. Um, for me, uh, and I, I know, like you said, Derek, you're absolutely right. For the most part, even at the heyday with the option, unless it was really working, uh, like, say, Joel McVicka against uh, Washington back in 1997, I think we had three guys go over 100 yards that day, Scott Frost, Joel McVicka, and, um, what, Amon Green. So um, it can work. It can oh. be effective, especially if you set it up. Um but I think it at least, even if it's only four or five attempts a game, that's something the defense has to prepare for. If they know there's a fullback in the lineup, number one, the middle linebacker is going to get a bloody nose, which is awesome. He can go out there and blow somebody up. Uh, and then there's another guy that could end up having his the football in his hands when he blows that middle linebacker up. So um, Janovich, I don't think Memorial Stadium, other than perhaps 2008, when uh, – when what the hell was his name? Alex Henry kicked the field Henry. goal. I think that run by Janovich in 2015 against Wisconsin was about as loud as Memorial Stadium has been since that field goal. Uh, just it's a little, it's kind of nostalgic. Yeah, I agree. There's probably some nostalgia involved in that, but Husker fans remember when you know you've been 
I'm pounding them, pounding them, pounding them with the eye back and with the option. And all of a sudden, boom, Makovic or somebody busts through the line late in the third quarter and they're ripping off 20 and 30 and 40 yard runs. I can see the value in, in a guy that's going to produce three to 400 yards of uh, rushing offense uh, from that, from that position. So that's my take on the fullback. <clears throat> it's pretty optimistic of you thinking that. Well, I know. <laughs> I know, but I also know that Rule's an old-school coach, and he likes that old-school type of offense, and I think you're going to see uh, him attempt to get that fullback the option for for some yardage. So does uh, any- Up into that 300 yards in a, in a season would certainly be productive compared to what we've had. I mean, let's be honest. How has it worked out without a fullback in the offense in the last 20 years? Not real well. Does, um, it, does anybody want to just be brave enough and take a stab in the dark? Who's going to play our fullback position at this point? <laughs> I imagine it's probably that. I mean, it's almost going to be a tight end, right? If I were to take a guess, that 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 Carney transfer, we've got that University of Carney transfer. Uh, what's his name? Trevor Ruth. Possible. I don't know. He's the, he's a. Uh, let's <clears throat> see. Uh, does he? Do they have height and weight for this guy? I don't know. And then who is that guy that I saw on Facebook? Massages or something. I don't know. He did like 20 or 31 reps. Yeah, 31 reps of 225. What position does he play? I think he's a linebacker, but I think he also played fullback. Uh, Defensive lineman, isn't he? Yeah. Could be. Yeah, I think he played. I think he he was a. Yeah, I think he's both sides of the ball guy. Who knows who the fullback's going to be? I just know there's going to be one, and I'm happy about it. I'd love so, to see Ruth. That'd be cool because then everybody could go Ruth, <laughs> and that'd be freaking yeah, that'd sick. Be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> but you know, Justin doesn't think so. So go ahead, Justin, with your con. I know. I know you definitely have an an, an opinion on this. So go ahead. Dun, All right. Dun, so dun. my con here is it's a waste of a skill position outside of a very few limited opportunities to where you can run use the fullback. It's a, it's a waste of a skill position. Get your best guys out there. Rarely, very rarely, is your fullback one of your best skill position guys out on the field. Uh, it it hasn't happened in a long time, and I, I just I just I think the fullback is overrated. Whether or not we have one or not, I I, I don't really care. It's just the nineties are gone, guys. The nineties. <laughs> <laughs> the past is gone. Football has evolved. Nobody's huddling like what they used to. It's a you know a no huddle predominantly offense, and you know, it, yeah, fullback in the game. I mean, what is the last great fullback in college football that you can remember? Nobody. There, there isn't one. It's it's a very limited. They probably played you know, at Nebraska. People, <laughs> probably, probably. So it's just like, no, it, it's over. People are getting too excited about this fullback thing talk, and it's just – it's kind of crazy. I'd, I'd rather have more speed or, a, or an actual legitimate playmaker out there. All righty. Ah, I, well, I will answer that question because I saw a highlight clip of him on Twitter recently. I guess the most recent one would have been uh, Mike Allstott. With, uh, I think he was with the Buccaneers. Well, that'd have been NFL, uh, yeah. So that would have been, yeah, that'd have been NFL, and and they still use an H back 
a lot in the NFL, which is kind of your hybrid tight end slash. I mean, if you ever talk about Mike Allstott, how many years are you going yeah, he's, back? He's going back quite a ways. Oh, it's still, it's still in the 20, 21st century, you know? <laughs> right. Let's see. When did, because, he, when did he graduate? Well, we'll save that for here for a minute uh, till, till we get to the point where we're talking about everything everybody said. Derek. Oh, God. Go ahead. It, it's 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 just not a needed position outside of blocking, and I kind of alluded to this earlier. You're, you're not going to give the fullback a lot of reps. I mean, he's he might be in, he might be blocking, but you're not going to hand him the ball unless you're at a goal line situation. Uh, Scott kind of alluded to that. You know, you might hand it to him at the 11 yard line, but look, it, it, maybe even at your own one, maybe it gets you off the it gets you off the out of, out of a little bit of trouble too. But it just it, there's just not a huge need for a fullback and I, I kind of with Justin and I, I it's it's a bit of a waste to, for, to have him in there unless he's just blocking and I, again right now we need that but if you fix the offensive line there's not it's not as much of a need for it all righty all righty Scott what's your thoughts on the fullback guys nice. So with my pro, I definitely was being more of just like a what's the most optimistic take I can I can possibly give. And I'm I'm also with Justin and Derek on this. I just don't I just think that the the fullback is is more of an obsolete position in current football landscape right now. I had to find this stat. I was able to actually find it. 63% of NFL teams have a fullback. So that's, you know, two thirds. Two thirds have a fullback, but out of 130 so FBS college football teams, only 20 of them have a fullback. And in, and even in the FCS, only 21 FCS teams have a fullback on their roster. So it's now, it's just one a of those question things. For you, Scott. Wow. Do you happen to know how many of those are in the Big Ten? No, no. I'd be no, curious. I, I don't. I don't know how I many Big Ten teams are on a fullback anymore. Even even Wisconsin's doing away with a fullback. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, I could already tell you which team does have a fullback, and it would be the Army. You know, like that's <laughs> can pretty much bet Ar- that Army, Navy, probably Air but, Force. Do you? But yes, do you, I. Do you guys remember the last uh, full? The name of the last fullback on Nebraska's roster it wasn't Andy Janovich. Ben Miles. Good job, Ken. I only know because he flamed out. Because Riley flamed out, so. <laughs> but All right. Sorry, anyway, Scott. finish my finish my thought. I think it's just becoming one of those obsolete positions. I was just talking to my wife about this. I was when I, I had to explain to her, like, okay, what is a fullback? Um, and it was just like, yeah, from a, just a baseline standpoint, it is a waste of a skill position at this current stage of college football. Um, but like I think it was Derek who just said it. Um, is it good for us right now with a potentially still less than desirable offensive line? Yeah, I think I think it's one of those things that we need right now going into the first year with Rule, getting that extra blocker while our while our offensive line gets their poop in a group. Um, but I think if I were to look forward, if I were to look forward at Nebraska, I would say that it's probably going to be one of those things that slowly gets. I want to call it phased out. But I would say that it gets used less and less often as our offensive line becomes more proficient. I think, honestly, it's just one of those things to get the uh, – if I'm being completely honest, I think it was one of those things to just get 
Husker fans more on board with the rule Kool-Aid. Um, there, I, I, have, I have a feeling they're going to implement it, but I just don't see it as a long-term, uh, a long-term uh, blueprint for the rule uh, dynasty or f- you know whatever. All right, you, you lost me after pooping a group because my hope, my only thought after that was Billy Madison. <laughs> thinking, he called his shit poop. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to channel my inner Tyler. Those are like three of the worst freaking takes I've ever heard in my life. Just saying, just saying, it's, uh, it's some of the worst takes I've ever heard. I think Tyler would agree with us. <laughs> I, ho- I, I think hope he wouldn't. I think he would sit in here and go, "Do you guys not want to win? Do you guys not want to win? I mean, when was the last time Nebraska was winning ten games a year regularly? It's we were lining up two, 22 personnel, two tights, two backs in the backfield, and we were smashing people. So apparently, you guys don't want to win, which is fine. You don't. You don't have to want to win. I want to win. And I think, and I'm being a little tongue in cheek here simply because I think, um, <clears throat> I'm not sure why this darn thing won't share my slide. It suddenly decided it's not going to share the slide anymore. Um, even your slide. Yeah, it, it's it. Yeah, that's right. It says less speed in the backfield, but otherwise there aren't any, um, drawbacks to it. So in my opinion, there are no cons to have it a fullback. So <clears throat> let me just say. You guys don't want to win, and that's fine with me. I just prefer to win, and I, think I mean, Riley, we can start winning. R- R- Riley had a fullback, and we didn't win. So we didn't win, yeah, but he didn't use him right. See, I've got it. I've but, got but a, Ken, I've got I mean, a reason. So- they're, they're, Riley sucked. Number one, <laughs> hey, thank God he brought back the fullback. Thank you for bringing back the fullback. You just didn't use him right, except once when Andy Janovich went fifty-seven hey, for a touchdown because uh, nobody was expecting us to Pol- use a fullback. Polini did all right. So, he was winning ten games. Some, yeah, he did. He did a little bit. He didn't have too many fullbacks on it. There was, he had a lot of running backs, and he ran that but he was still winning. formation. He was still winning. But yeah, he was winning. He was winning, and he was losing big too. But I, I, I'm saying that a little bit tongue in cheek because I, I don't think you're going to see the actual return. And we'll just go ahead and just jump right into the debate section because I just don't think you're going to see an actual return of the fullback. Fullback, mm-hmm. fullback. I think you're going to see some more H-back situations where we've got a guy that can sit on the end of the line and block like a tight end, or he can motion in the backfield and play fullback, block up in the middle, take the ball, or even swing out and catch a pass as well. Someone that's got a little bit of athleticism, a little bit of size, and can run a little bit. I mean, hey, Makovica was no slouch. That dude could run a 4-7-40. So uh, for 260, that wasn't too bad. Uh, but that's that's my take on it. And, of course, I can't turn off the slide either, Scott. You might have to do that for me. Um, but there we go. <laughs> I had to use my mouse instead of my stream deck. My stream deck decided to – well, it muted my mic You're fine, right. but it didn't want to use the slideshow. All right. I'm going to take the shitty take and go <laughs> – and then all, all the run-the-ball guys are going to hate this, but I, I don't care if we have a fullback. I, I really – if we have one, great. If we don't, whatever. I, I don't care. If we're winning, we're winning. I that's the only thing right now. It's winning games. And it can't, but we it never can't, we, we didn't win without a fullback. Not at the clip that we want to win at. We didn't win without a guy in the middle that could lead yeah, up in I, there I, and I, give I'm the not, back some room to go. I'm just not convinced that the fullback was that reason. I <laughs> Yeah. I mean yeah. it was a really kick ass yeah, offensive I, line. I get it. Correlation well, is well, not well, causation well, like, in this case. Even, even under Polini, you talk about some of those ass kickings we took. A lot of those were because his defenses were failing. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I don't know. I just 
I, I don't think there's one position out there that's going to change everything. All of a sudden, we're going to start winning 11 games a year because we have a fullback yet. I just don't see that happening. It's, it's going to take a change of offensive line. It's going to take a change of better defense. It's going to take better coaching. Better. I mean, it's going to take a lot of stuff right now. And it, it's not one thing that's going to change everything. I, and I don't believe that for even a second. I got you. Anybody else? Are we willing well, this to answer out? your question <laughs> in uh, in full? Because you had mentioned about Raiola. If you think that I think that we, well, you wanted to know what I thought about it, and I just I've I don't even remember what I said when we had last talked about this topic. Um, I can't remember what episode it was that we talked about it. I don't even remember what my take was, and that's fine because for the past few months when I've been thinking about this offensive line and Riola and all this stuff, like I just bounce back and forth all the damn time with it. It's like, Oh, could it be better? Sure. Could it be worse? Sure. I'd say right now, like where I feel like where I'm at at this exact moment would be, I'm just not convinced that a year two with Riola is going to be any different. Um, and I am, only gonna I only say that because I'm not convinced that a year one with any of the staff is gonna somehow make a world of difference than what we saw last year um until I see it until I see it and, I'm and, not gonna make any any and that's, per, that's perfectly fair I, I won't disagree with you I am feeling a little more optimistic with the linemen that we've brought in uh, I, I like Ben Scott I, I think he makes a big difference uh I if if Raiola is a good enough coach, and I, being in his second season, I expect to see somewhat of a turnaround. And I'm not 100% convinced that he's the coach that I was hoping he could be. But at the end of the day, he still convinced two coaches to hire him from the same school. So uh, it says something for him. I mean, he, he's he, he's got some something going that they they're buying into. So there's got to be something, I guess. Yeah, I'd hope so. I, that's what I. That's what I'd hope to hope to see with this whole fullback thing. Obviously, they have some grandiose scheme, kind of chalked up in their minds of what exactly it is that they're doing with that. I don't think it is that cynical viewpoint of like, oh, you know, <laughs> Nebraska fans are just a bunch of gullible idiots that live in the world of nostalgia. So we're just gonna we're just gonna hang a carrot over them with a stick and be like, here's the fullback. <laughs> And just get everybody on board with them. I don't think that's actually. I hope you're right because that's kind of what it feels um, like a little bit to me. So did did you hear the uh, what Scott Satterfield said when he was at uh, UT Chattanooga? They played Nebraska in 2011, and he knew the whole story of uh, Nebraska. You know what they were known for, and what was the first play that he ran against Nebraska? Ken, you're on mute, but I know. Fullback dive. What was the first Fullback play? dive. Fullback dive went, in Memorial Stadium. And it went for four yards or five yards almost. So, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. He Of course he was playing to that crowd. I mean, when they say stuff like this, I don't yeah. know. I mean. But my, my whole thought is, like, I could look at it from both. I could look at it from both ends of the spectrum, and that's probably my – probably the most annoying character trait I have where it's, like, I, I look at it, like – 
optimistically rule and company he's got all of the right guys they all are exactly what we need at nebraska therefore uh keeping riola is in continuity with that and therefore it's a great decision but then i can also look at it like the the skeptic you know that i see all over damn twitter all the dang time of like look at all these hires. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And then the icing on the cake is him keeping Riola, which was the worst position group we had. This is awful. Um, which there's less and less of those guys as time has gone on, which is great. Cause I'm tired of seeing it. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of, I can kind of sit there in the middle and be like, well, they both kind of make a good point. And you know, this whole fullback situation just kind of really adds adds a, a spice level to it that I think is really intriguing. Um, but yeah, I'd say that my overall take on it is just like, okay, we got the fullback because our offensive line is trash. And it's also a good nod towards Husker fans that kind of brings them all together in a, in a way that I, I think Husker fans are united, which is reminiscing on the glory days. And and I think that we're probably not going to see the fullback all that much. I think maybe 10 to 15% of the plays will actually feature the fullback. And when they do, it's going to be, it's going to be fun and interesting. And maybe we'll see a touchdown or two out of it. I don't know, but I don't know. We'll just kind of see, see how the cards fall. And, and I'm intrigued. So I, I want to go back a little bit because I know I've been pretty negative about the whole uh, fullback thing. And I, I don't mean to come across that. I absolutely hate it. Uh, I don't love it, but I, I don't hate it. I mean, it's just, I'm just indifferent. And I think it's overblown. I think all the, uh, the hype behind it is just, Unwarned. there shouldn't be any hype for it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's just blown up a little it's bit. It's because you don't want to win. I think. And that's okay. I'll forgive you for that. That's okay. <laughs> it really is. And I agree with you, though. <laughs> I, 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 I agree. overblown, too. I think it's been completely overblown, and I've kind of overblown it myself. I'm just intrigued. I'm intrigued to see what they're actually going to do with the position. What are they going to do? Who's going to fill it? Who's, who's it going to be, and what, they're, what are they going to use? Are they going to be true to what Rule said? Hey, we're not going to come in here and be fly, high-flying and high-fluting and spreading the ball out everywhere. We're going to line up. We're going to knock people over, which – why he retained Riola, to your point, Scott, and your question, Derek, uh, he obviously won over another coaching staff to the fact that he's a good coach. And I've heard tell from other podcasts and other places and, and other media folks that him and Riola spent most of the Wisconsin game screaming at Whipple, just line up, let me run the football. You can't chuck it around the yard in this weather. And, uh, they were never on the right page and the X's and O's that Whipple wanted to run were not the X's yeah. and O's that Royola was strong at teaching offensive line for granted. He probably as a good coach would figure out how to do it. And the, did the offensive line did get better as the year went on. My hope is, is that because rules philosophy of offensive line play and Royola's philosophy of offensive line play are identical, that that should lead to more success and rules going to spend a lot of time with the linemen. So Rail is going to get a good mentorship, I think, from from Rule and from Foley, who knows offensive line as well. So, and, hey, and there's uh, nowhere to go but so up there. Right? Foley, that guy does everything. Uncle Eddie, man, I want love, to meet Uncle Eddie. Eddie. That's the if I go to Fan Day, love that's Foles. the line I'm getting in is the coach's line, so I can meet Uncle Ed for crying out loud. The most intriguing thing about the fullback is what we've alluded to: is who 
on the roster can actually play that position. And I mean, you have to do a deep dive. It's it's not obvious in any scholarship position that's I mean, it's got, available right there. It's, you have it to almost deep has dive to be a into some walk-ons. I mean, it has to be somebody like an Eric Gilbert, somebody who's big, strong, and fast, and uh, can can block, and he can block. So uh, maybe somebody like mm. that, maybe one of these kids that's coming, for, like you said, Scott, from UNK, or that Machesic, or whatever, however you say his last name. I mean, if you're throwing up 245. I, I guess he was defensive lineman, but he's uh offensive lineman. Okay. Yeah, well he's like 320 pounds, so I was way off there. <laughs> oh, and I figured out that uh, Mike uh, Allstott, he was uh, drafted in 1996. Yep. So that, I was going to say, he's like my age. That is way off. <laughs> yep, he was drafted in 96. Just watching the highlights, I, I mean, was, whatever. Who did he play for? Didn't he play for David Florida was. State? Wasn't he? Wasn't he a Florida State? He played for Purdue. 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 Okay, that's right. God, would that have been Second in the Jim Tiller pick. days? Tiller actually had a freaking fullback when he was chucking the ball over the place with Drew Brees. Wow, wow. See, you can throw the ball with a fullback, guys. Tom Rathman proved that at at the Forty ers He could catch that ball about as well as Roger Craig could out of the backfield. So, could be interesting. I'd like yeah. you guys said the most intriguing part is who's going to line up at the spot. And the other intriguing question, seeing as how this is completely off topic, other than the fact I'm going to mention the fullback, just because I like doing that. Um, I got our four, got tickets for the spring game. And uh, I will be curious, is this going to be from what I understand? Uh, Trev mentioned it on sports nightly one night that the spring game is going to be actual football. None of this tiddlywink bullshit that we saw in the first half of the last two years. They're, Actually, they're not going to be gonna, popping pads. They're going to so be popping pads for four quarters. Um, wait, wait, shit, what was it? What was that they called that? Thud, tagging off. Thud tackling. The titty bobbing. Thud tackling. Yeah, tagging off. They were tagging off. So that that's what I hear is it's going to be real football. So yes, and I'll actually be able to see it this year since uh, last year I couldn't. <laughs> I hadn't had my cataract surgery yet. I couldn't even read the numbers when they were at the ten yard line in front. Oh of me. yeah, I remember when we were. Oh, that was miserable. There. Oh, that was miserable. It was like I I can't see shit. <laughs> it's just like blobs. Yep. It's just like red red with glasses smudges on. Just yeah, I was driving a yeah. truck <laughs> for a living. So <laughs> yeah, let's not let the DOT yeah, we won't know, let that. Them know that at all. No, <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The spring game is going to be fun. It's going to be warmer, hopefully, this year, uh, like it was last year. Last year was nice. Later, too, I think it's uh, April 22nd. So we'll be there. Um, I'm, I'm ready for some spring ball already. You know what? I meant, I meant to mention this in our last episode. Um, just a sneak peek for anybody who's watching this and listening to this later. We will be having on August 19th, 2023, the, the preliminary information is out. This is all I've got at this point, but there will be a Nebraska podcast award show. Think of it as like Husker football meets the Dundees from the office. A lot of fun awards, a lot of serious awards. It's just going to be a lot of fun. We'll be at the Nebraska Brewing Company in La Vista, Nebraska, kind of over near the Cabela's area, kind of over there where Hale Varsity Club's at. So keep mark your calendars, August 19th, 2023. Fans, friends, and family of any of the podcasts that are nominated or that are going to be there uh, are, uh, are welcome to be there for free. So mark your calendars, show up. It should be a whole lot of fun. And Nebraska Brewing Company makes some good beer. So 
can't go wrong. And I hear the food. Which stuff podcast there. do you think will drink the most beer? Um, I, I vote ours will probably be up there. I'm sa- I'm thinking yours yeah. is a close second to the guys that actually do their podcast at Nebraska Brewing Company. So. <laughs> Challenge accepted. No, no block, no rock has a tendency to put down quite a bit, and I'm pretty sure uh, Rob Zadisko put you put you to the test too. That dude, man, he can pack it away. You guys so. can be informally known as the Husker Buzz Buzzcast. Yes, the no Husker <laughs> Buzzcast. Holy shit, that's actually pretty good. You might have to change y'all's name. <laughs> what I'm here for, guys. Hey. <laughs> You're the Another friendly guy. reminder, Nebraska <laughs> baseball starts up in 12 days here. Oh, well, that's right. By the time this airs, it'll probably be the week of almost. Yep, mm-hmm. there should. They're going to be better than the basketball team, Derek? I hope so. Hey, the, I, I tell you what, the, the best basketball team's been outside of they the They beat Penn State today. They did. And they've, I, I've enjoyed watching them this what year. I think they look pretty good. Two weeks before this episode comes out. We beat Penn State two we weeks ago. We beat Penn ago, State last week. Which is yeah, being recorded now. <laughs> I should play the Back to the Future. Music hey, he's right got now. eleven wins. It's the most wins he's had in the season. You want to see progress? Yep. You're seeing it right now. Ready to go, Freddie? It's the best eleven-win <laughs> basketball team in the NCAA. Hey, it's progress. <laughs> got a chance. It's progress. Everybody always wants to talk about we progress. Got a chance. Well, you got it. Yep, that's progress for sure. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Hey. I'm sure hoping. You know who the biggest fan of Tominaga is? Oh, he went off for 30 points. 30 damn points. Yeah. Yeah. Was Ty, is Tyler a big Tominaga fan? No, Tominaga is, yeah. though. Oh, he's a huge fan. If, yeah. I, if I could shoot like that, I'd be a big fan of me, too. <laughs> he's not a very big fan of the refs, though. He does flop a lot. <laughs> he's kind of like the Martin Gramatica of Husker basketball. <laughs> Oh, he is. <laughs> There's he is a the way character. back machine pull, dude. That's pretty good. <laughs> Martin Gramatica. Was it him or was it his brother that celebrated a like a 35 yard field goal when he played for the Cardinals and ripped his ACL up, jumping up in the air because he was happy? <laughs> I think it was his. Oh, that was. Him. Yeah, I think that was Gramatica's younger brother yeah. for Kansas State, right? So, yeah, yeah Kevin Gramatica or whatever Blazes his name was, but. Uh, yeah, so with August nineteenth, two thousand twenty-three, Nebraska Podcast Awards show should be a lot of fun, uh, guys. You know the drill. Where can folks find you? All right, look for us on Twitter and on Facebook at Husker Cuzcast. Catch our episodes anywhere you get your podcasts, and uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Absolutely, Scott. They can find you on Twitter, right? Yep, you can find me on Twitter at Scott Gen Red Pod. That is Scott with two T's. The second <laughs> T is silent. <laughs> and you can find me and the show itself on Facebook and Twitter at Gen Red Pod, as well as Gen Red Pod on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and like this video. Helps folks find the show. And then if you want to listen to the audio only podcast, that is at Generation Red on your favorite podcast app. Anyway, we really appreciate everybody who's listened to this show, everybody who has watched this show on YouTube. We really appreciate you. And uh, Dustin, or Dustin, Dustin and Jarek. There we go. And all I'm drinking is ginger ale for crying out loud. Um, <clears throat> Justin and Derek, they're the Husker Cuscast. Scott and I were Generation Red together. We are the Big Red Roundtable here to remind you every single week that we love you. And there is no place like Nebraska. 
Iowa's corn sucks. So what do they suck? They suck old motor oil. I don't know. I didn't think ahead of this one this time. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they suck just all around. All right, go ahead, Justin. I'm not going to cut you off this time. Go Big Red! Go Big Red. See you next week, folks. Go Big Red!